Hi everyone, my name is Yosef Siegel and welcome to this week's edition of the AMM Torah Podcast. This week is Parsha's Toldos and let's get right into it. So Parsha's Toldos is the only Parsha in the Torah which really focuses on Yitzchak. Um, we have a few parshiyos that focus on Avram. Um, from starting from next week until the end of the Sefer Bereshis, we're going to focus on Yaakov, um, and then really the rest of the Torah focuses on his descendants. Um, but Parshas told us is the Parsha of Yitzchak, and really even within Parshas told us half the Parsha has to do with Yaakov and Esav, uh, his two children. Starting off with the beginning of the Parsha of the story of how they're born, uh, the story of. Esav selling uh, his firstborn status to Yaakov, and then ending off with Yaakov, quote-unquote, stealing the brachos from Esav, and then having to flee um, from Esav's anger. And it's a puzzle at the end of the Parsha that I'd like to focus on this week. So when Esav realizes that he has lost his brachos to Yaakov, he is furious. And while while he says that he's not going to do anything uh, while his father is alive, out of respect for his father... He immediately uh, begins planning his revenge on Yaakov to take uh, at the earliest opportunity that he has. And Rivka senses this, uh, it, it appears right away, and she convinces Yitzchak to send Yaakov away uh, to her brother Lavan's house. And as Yitzchak sends Yaakov away, Lavan is given a full introduction, and part of his introduction is Achi Rivka Aim Yaakov Esav. This is in Perkhavches Pasakhes. That Lavan is introduced as the brother of Rivka, who was the father of Yaakov and Esav. Now, the obvious question over here is, why does uh, the Torah need to tell us uh, who Rivka was the mother of and what her son's names were? Uh, this has been the focus of the entire Parsha. It's a, a relationship that we know very well uh, for the for the rest of the Sefer as well, and for the rest of history. And the reason why the Torah needs to tell us this is a classic question among all the Mepharshim. Um, and it's actually something that we've discussed uh, before uh, in previous years. But this year I'd like to focus on a different answer. Uh, Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky wants to uh, solve this problem. Why does it mention the phrase, Aim Yaakov Venesov? Why does it talk about the relationship between Rufra and her sons in the Pesukim? So he goes back to the beginning of the story of Yitzchak uh, sending Yaakov away. So Rivka tells Yitzchak at the end of uh, Pasach of Zion that, uh, ya- that uh, she's afraid of Yaakov marrying uh, a woman from Benos Ches. Basically, she's afraid of uh, who he's going to marry, if he's going to be able to marry the proper person. So Yitzchak calls Yaakov in in order to send him away. And he begins by giving him instructions. And he commands him that he should not marry a woman from Benos Canaan. He should not marry someone who is not worthy of becoming part of the Jewish nation. And said so he tells him to go to Lavan's house. And that he should marry uh, one of Lavan's daughters. And then he continues on. This is all at the beginning of Perchavches, um Sukim Aleph through Dal. Let's actually read them together inside. Yitzchak calls to Yaakov and blesses him. And he commands him. And he says to him, You shall not take a wife from the daughters of Canaan. And Pasuk Beis, Go to Padenaram, Aram, to the house of Basuel, your mother's father. And you should take for yourself from there a wife. From the daughters of Lavan, your mother's brother. Then 
so that is the command to uh, marry uh, one of Lavan's daughters. Then he goes on in Pasuk Gimel Dalet and he gives him a bracha. Pasuk Gimel, and may the Almighty God bless you, and make you fruitful, and you should multiply, and you will become uh, into a uh, assembly of nations. You should have become many nations. And Pasuk Dalet finally, and he should give to you, God should give to you the bracha of Avraham, to you and your children after you, so that you may inherit the land, which Hashem gave to Avraham. So Rav Yaakov focuses at the beginning of Pasuk Dalet that there is a vav in the beginning, where it says, that Hashem should give you the bracha of Avram. And because of that vav, he connects it all the way back to Pasuk Aleph. What do we mean over here? As we mentioned, at the beginning of Parshas told us, Yaakov buys the Bechorah, the firstborn rights from Esav, in a very famous story where Esav comes in uh, from the field all exhausted, and Yaakov is cooking up the soup, and Esav, in exhaustion, demand soup from Yaakov, but Yaakov would only give to him in exchange for selling him the Bechorah. And the question always remains, was this a legitimate sale? You know, maybe Esau was desperate, maybe he wasn't allowed to sell the Bechorah, is that even possible? So Rav Yaakov says that what the Torah is doing over here is giving us a f- one final proof that Yaakov was the rightful firstborn, and therefore he deserved the brachos that Yitzchak was going to give to Esau, which Yaakov then took, and also he is the rightful heir to the brachos of Avram. What specifically? The brach of Avram, that he will become the the uh, next uh, in the chain of Avos that eventually leads to B'nai Israel. And we see this all from this vav at the beginning of Pasuk Dalad. What happens? Pasuk Aleph and Beis, Yitzchak warns Yaakov, only to, ma- to marry only a worthy woman. He then continues in Pasuk Gimel that if he d- it appears that if he does so, then that Hashem will bless you and make you a great nation. But that doesn't necessarily mean that he's going to become part of an Israel. As we saw by Yishmael, also got a bracha that he would become a great nation. So how do we know specifically that it's connected to Avraham, that the bracha that Avraham gave to Yitzchak, which he now needs to give to one of his sons, to become the leader of the Bnei Yisrael? It's from this vav at the beginning of Pasuk Dalet. If you notice, there's a, vav, there's a vav also at the beginning of Pasuk Gimel, which connects it to Pasuk Aleph and Beis. And therefore, there's also a vav at the beginning of Pasuk Dalet, which discusses the bracha of Avraham. And that vav connects it back to Pasuk Aleph, make, making the whole idea of Yaakov needing to marry a worthy woman extremely important, because this woman is going to be the mother of Klai Yisrael. And therefore, Yaakov needs to be careful of, since Yaakov is going to, is he go, since Yaakov is going to become the father of Klai Yisrael, he needs to worry about who he's going to marry, because she will be the mother. So what the Torah is showing us is that not only did Yitzchak approve of Yaakov getting the special brachos over Esav, which if you look back in Perich of Zion, Pesach Gimel, after Yitzchak realizes that Yaakov has come in and taken uh, the brachos from right under his nose, not only did Yitzchak approve of Yaakov getting those brachos, he also is now affirming that Yaakov did indeed purchase the Bechorah from Esav, which thereby gives him the right to the bracha of Avram as well. And therefore, he comes to Yaakov and warns him to marry someone appropriate for this mission of starting off the Bnei Yisrael. And finally, this will bring us back to our original question. 
why does the Torah need to tell us the relationship between Rivka and her children? So I, I believe what Yaakov is saying is that the purpose is, is not to tell us the relationship between Rivka and, and her children. We're going to say Rivka because she is the sister of Lavan. And what the Torah is looking for an excuse to tell us the proper order of her children. That it's not Achi Rivka aim Esav Yaakov. It's not the, that Lavan was Rivka's brother who was the mother of Esav and Yaakov. It's that Rivka was aim Yaakov Esav. She was the mother of Yaakov and Esav. Yaakov was listed first, then Esav, putting Yaakov, the real firstborn, and our forefather in his rightful position at the beginning of the list. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. For any questions, comments, or to subscribe to the email newsletter, please email me at amemtorah at gmail.com. That's A-I-M-E-M-T-O-R-A-H at gmail.com. The email newsletter will give you updates for Amem Torah, as well as the written version of the Dvar Torah in your inbox, along with an MP3 download of this podcast. The podcast is also available on iTunes. Just search for the AMM Torah podcast or my name, Yosef Siegel. Please check out the blog itself, oldideasforthemodernmind.blogspot.com, where you can get the written version of this week's Dvar Torah, as well as the archived versions of the previous eight years of AMM Torah Divrei Torah. Please check out my website, hashkafahandbook.com, where this podcast is hosted, and learn more about my book, Reality Check, A Handbook of Ashkafa. And finally, please check us out on social media. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash amemtorah, and on Twitter, Twitter handle at amemtorah. That's A-I-M-E-M-T-O-R-A-H. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening, and have a great job.